Okay, okay. Uh, how, how's this? this. Oh, that's fine, Rain. Uh, camera's on. Don't you read. Ah, well, uh, where do I start? Um, uh, over, over the Atlantic. Uh, I'm a commercial pilot for Pancon. We were halfway to Heathrow, and I didn't want to believe it I at first. Seen I wanted to explain it in some before. rational way. I was in Israel when the Russian airstrike came, but I'd never seen anything like this. Stanford went totally People crazy. I knew I had to get out of there. Glasses, I just wanted jewelry. to make sure my little brother and my mom and dad were okay. No way was I prepared for what I found. I attended church with her, at, well, at times, but it was different for Irene. She had something I didn't. I knew what I'd find when I walked into her room, but These I, I didn't want to... people came racing to me, a, a pastor, someone who should have known the answers, but I, I was just as stunned, I guess. Then I remembered the uh, video Bruce tape. Bruce gave us this tape that explained everything. Like the guy knew exactly what was happening to us. Except he was already gone. At first, I didn't buy a word of it. Or I chose not to. to look at it I was just mad that my family had been torn apart. Keep my feelings out of it. <laughs> just wasn't possible. I mean, if this was true, it changed everything. It changed my life. I watched the tape, I asked God to forgive me, and my and dad I kept the heat on me. Understood. Watch the tape, Chloe, make a decision. But it wasn't until I saw it was real. I saw how it changed him. He really cared. And it was like, with all the evidence, the disappearances, the wild guys in Israel, it took more faith not to believe than to believe. I was the last of the group to come to my senses. And it took a meeting with the Antichrist himself to do it. I felt such overwhelming fear. And I knew I couldn't go into that room without God. I beg you. When Mr. Stonegall is dead, no. I will tell you what you will remember. No! And you, Cameron, this suicide was awful, was it not? Uh, um, ah. Uh. Cameron! Carpathia pressed me. I, uh, I didn't know what to say. If I told the truth, he might have, he might have killed me right there. I felt God telling me to be quiet. I sat there speechless and miraculously, Carpathia left me alone. <laughs> I came here as fast as I could. I knew I had to be a member of the Tribulation Force. Based on Tribulation Force, the second book in the best-selling series, Tyndale House Publishers proudly presents Episode 13 of the dramatic audio edition of Left Behind. for Buck Williams? Uh, he's not here. Want to leave a message? Uh, do you know how I can get in touch with him? 
It's very important. Uh, he's not expected until next week. Best I can do is take a message. Okay. Would you tell him Carolyn Miller called? Uh, got it. You want to leave a number where he can reach you? Yes. I mean, no. I'd better not. Tell him to call me at home, please. It's, it's very, very important. Right. I'll pass it along when I see him. <clears throat> um, it's not going to offend you if I sit and read this, is it? Come again? At my Bible. I mean, you don't have a problem with me reading this in here, do you? As long as you don't expect me to sing in the choir. <laughs> you understand I, I don't care what you think of me. Sir? What you think of me would have been hugely important just a few weeks ago, but since... Yeah, I know, Steele. You think the whole thing was Jesus. I'm not buying it. Delude yourself, but leave me out of it. You wouldn't respect me if I hadn't tried. Wanna bet? Oh, looky here, Buck Williams. What's up, Alice? Didn't expect you till Monday. Hey, hey, hey. Didn't mean to bring the room to a screeching halt here, huh? <coughs> hey, I'm really sorry about what happened. I mean, we heard about you missing that meeting and everything. Is Verna in? Yeah, I'm not sure I'd go in there if I were you. She hmm? might be out for blood. <coughs> Verna? Cameron, what are you doing here? Just checking in. Yeah, you can call me Buck. I'll call you Cameron if you don't mind. Oh, no, please, call me Buck. Then I'll call you Cameron even if you do mind. Did you let anyone know you were coming? Uh, sorry? Do you have an appointment? What do I need an appointment for? I work here. We all have schedules, hotshot. The world doesn't revolve around you anymore. Hey, just want to know where I'm going to land, what kind of assignments you have in mind. Alice, see if I have a slot in 20 minutes for Cameron. Clear, Mizzy. Good. We'll meet in 20 minutes. I can show him his cubicle if you like. No, no, I'll do that myself. Now, could you shut my door, Cameron? Uh-huh. <laughs> you can call me Buck. <laughs> Gee, really? Have a seat. I have to wait here like I'm seeing the principal? Uh, you had a couple of calls already. One didn't leave her name. The other sounded like a stalker. Yeah, what'd she say? A uh, real nervous type said it was very important that you call her at home. Uh, here it is, Carolyn Miller. I told her to stay away from her house. You know her? Her husband died. Uh, strange circumstance. I better call her. Do I have a phone yet? Uh, over in that corner. <laughs> Last time I was here, the coffee pot was over there. <laughs> Still is. Earl. Ray Steele, you wanted to talk with me? Thanks for getting back to me so soon, Ray. You and I go back a long way. <laughs> long enough you should get to the point, Earl. What, what do I do now? This is not an official call, okay? This is just friend to friend. <laughs> well, so friend to friend. What, should I sit down? Or? No, but listen. You've got to knock off the proselytizing. What? The proselytizing? Talking about God on the job, yeah, man. I, I, I know what it means, Earl, and, and I'm, I'm pleading innocent. Look. I'm just telling you, Nikki Edwards is going to write you up, and I want to be able to say you and I have talked and you've agreed to back it down. Write me up? What? On, on what violation? I don't know what he's going to call it, but you've been warned, all right? I, I, I thought you said this wasn't official yet. It's not, Ray. You want it to be? 
do I have to drag you in here for a meeting and a memo for your file? Come on, Ray, this is a no-brainer. Earl, I appreciate you tipping me off, but I'm not ready to concede anything yet. Don't do this to me, Ray. Look, I'm not doing it to you. I'm doing it to myself. Yeah, and I'm the one who has to find a replacement pilot. You mean it's that serious? I could lose my job over this? You bet you could. voicemail or just call the pager number and I'll get back to you. And please, Carolyn, stay away from home if you can. Talk to you soon. Renzi's office. This is Alice. Uh, yes, he's right here. Just a moment. It's for you. <laughs> Thanks, Alice. Buck Williams. Rayford, hi. 7.30 tonight? Yeah, I can be there. What's up? Okay, good. Uh, well, tell her I said hi, too. Right. Okay, see you both at the church. Cameron, come in here. Problem, Verna? So here's the deal. You're not the world-traveling wonder boy anymore. No more cover stories, no more star headliner for Global Weekly. You got it? Verna, I'm not here to make Chicago waves. has a limited role with the magazine. We interpret national and international news and submit our stories to New York. So what, am I going to be assigned to the livestock markets? You'll be assigned to whatever we need covered. And what about the works in progress? I had an agreement with Stanton... Your ba contact with Stanton Bailey will now funnel through me. Is that understood? Are you asking whether I understand or whether I agree? Neither. I'm asking whether you will comply. Unlikely. Then I'll have to discuss this with Mr. Bailey. You need his number? Excuse Listen, me? Listen, you know as well as I do that relegating me to regional stuff is a waste of my contacts and my experience. And your talent as well. Infer what you want, Verna, but before you assign me to the Midwest Bowlers Association, my cover story on the disappearances, ah... Why am I talking to you about this? Because I'm your boss, and because it's not likely a Chicago Bureau staff writer will land a cover story. Call Bailey. When he last mentioned it, he said the piece was gold. Yeah, he told me about the last time you two talked. It was a misunderstanding. It was a lie. You said you were at the meeting, and everybody who was there says you weren't. I'd have fired you. If you had the power to fire me, I'd quit. You want to quit? I'll tell you what I want, Verna. I, I want... expect all my subordinates to call me Ms. Z. Newsflash, you have no subordinates in this office. You are dangerously close to the line, Cameron. Follow me. Alice. I got a bunch of stuff that's being shipped here from New York. I need it forwarded to my new apartment. Now, Cameron. <laughs> no problem. I'll take care of it. This is your office. You'll have a computer in a week or so. Have it delivered to my apartment. Out of the question. No, Verna. What's out of the question is you. No one with an ounce of self-respect would put up with your little ego trip here. What? I'm working from home. And if you expect to see me in this office again for any reason, you'll get Stanton Bailey on the phone right now. Are you dialing or am I? This is very good, Steve. Excellent work. Well, thank you, sir. I would like you to insert one other item. You will now inform the media of our plans for the destruction of 90% of the world's nuclear arsenal. Well, excuse me, sir, but wouldn't it be best to announce that when the deal is finalized concerning... The time has come. We will assign task forces to make sure the weapons are destroyed and the rest are safely delivered to New Babylon. Bailey. 
Mr. Bailey, this is Verna Z in Chicago. Yeah, Verna, what do you need? I've got a situation here. Cameron Williams. Well, I was going to tell you about that. Stay out of his hair. He's working on a couple of big pieces for me. You got a place for him, or should he work out of his apartment? Uh, we have room here, sir. But the problem is, he was rude and insubordinate Listen, today. Listen, Verna, don't worry about Williams. I can't figure the kid out, but, well, let's face it, he's still our star. He'll get less money, no title, but his assignments still come from here. I think it'd be better for you both if he stayed out of that office. But, sir... Uh... I, I wish you had told me this in advance. He was inappropriate with me. What do you mean? He make a passenger or something? No, sir, but he made it clear he is not going to be subordinate to me. Well, truth of the matter, Verna, he's not. But, sir... I'm not going to waste Cameron Williams on the beat pages. Tell him to order his equipment and charge it to your account. I'll take care of the rest. But shouldn't he apologize? Verna, if I have to referee a personality conflict a thousand miles away, it may just mean you can't handle the job. I can, sir, uh, and I will. Sorry to trouble you. Yeah. Cameron. Hey, wait a second. I really wanted to be on the line when you talked to Bailey. Stanton made it clear. I'm not to put up with your attitude. I'm assigning you to work from your apartment. Huh. Well, sounds like a good idea to me. Well, I'll bet proselytizing has never been in your personnel file before, Rayford. <laughs> yeah, you'd win that bet. Being accused of something like that was the last hey, thing uh, I Buck, ever... Buck, come on in. Oh, Buck, oh. <laughs> How are you doing? <clears throat> oh, it's good to see you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Steele, sorry I'm late, folks. Good to be back. <laughs> good to see you. It's all right. Hello, Chloe. Hi, Buck. Uh, I, I, I need to talk to you all. The news from New York is just changing by the minute. Uh, Rayford, you said you hadn't heard the latest, mm. right? Uh, Chloe? No. What's up? I haven't heard much either. Uh, well, maybe I shouldn't tell you all this. I mean, what? It's... Bruce, if you can't tell us, who can you tell? Well, yeah. you know, home is just, it's lonely without my family. I, sometimes I, I don't even go there at night. I study here until I fall asleep. And the, the Bible, it, it, it's, it's a, a treasure now. And sometimes I, I like to fall to my knees and, and call out to God to make it clear. And, and that's what's most frightening, because that's what God is doing. You mean God's revealing things to you? <sighs> He's, uh... Hmm. He's, he's showing me things, impressing truths on me. And yet if I, if I say them publicly, I'll, I'll be laughed at. Maybe put myself in danger, I don't know. Bruce, what does this have to do with today's news? Everything. Oh, I've had my doubts, but now I know. Nikolai Carpathia is the Antichrist. He fits the prophetic descriptions. He's deceptive, he's charming. Mm, people are flocking to support him? He's been thrust to power. He's pushing a one-world government, a, a one-world currency. Look at him. He's moving the UN to Babylon. Mm. Everything. Just... Has he gone public with it all? All of it. Today, mm. Nikolai's announced what he calls an understanding between the global community and Israel. So what do you make of that? We know what this understanding with Israel will be. Clearly, this is the seven-year treaty. And that signals the beginning of... You got it, Chloe. If there's a promise from Carpathia that Israel will be protected over the next seven years, it officially ushers in the tribulation. Hi, this is Buck Williams. I'm not in, 
Please leave a message. Buck, I, I don't have much time. I'm leaving town, but I found Eric's discs with the information you wanted, and you're right. I think it proves without a doubt that Eric's death was not an accident. I'll try to get back in touch as soon as I can. I've got one copy of the disc with me, and I put another quibble. No! Go! I will meet here from 8 to 10 each night. Anytime you're in town, be here. We need to start new churches, new cell groups of believers. I want to go to Israel and hear the two witnesses at the Wailing Wall. I foresee the 144,000 Jews the Bible talks about springing up and, and traveling throughout the world. Mm. Sounds fantastic. It's thrilling. Oh, but there's little time to celebrate. Remember the seven seal judgments in Revelation? Mm -hmm. If I'm right, those will begin immediately. Now, there'll be an 18-month period of peace. But in the three months following that, the rest of the sealed judgments will fall on the earth. One-fourth of the world's population will be wiped out. One-fourth of the entire world? Exactly. I, uh, I don't want to be overly dramatic, but statistically, one of us will be gone in less than two years. Oh, I, Whoa, what happened to wanting to take action? Well, that's my final point. Uh, I, I think we need a, a shelter. What? Hmm? Under, underground. A shelter? A place of escape. War is on its way. Famine, plagues, well, death. I, look, an underground shelter sounds less like going on the offensive and more like turning tail and running. Yeah. And if we don't plan ahead? If we don't have a place to retreat to, a, a place to avoid radiation and disease, we'll die trying to prove we're brave. is sincere about disarming the world, and he can safely stockpile the hardware. I'd rather him store it in the shadow of Tehran than somewhere off Staten Island. Hi, this is Buck Williams. Mason Giles. Please Sounds like a good idea work. to me. Then we can use the abandoned UN building as a museum for bad architecture. <laughs> Seriously, what are his chances new of messages. success? I don't think he has a ghost Cameron, of a chance. Stanton the single Bailey. religion Return sounds my call great, sometime Monday, if you would. Streamlined I want to get the story by the end of next week, and we need to talk. Call me. New message. That was odd. Message saved. New message. But, Steve Plank, call me as soon as you get this. Nikolai wants to talk to you. Don't make him wait. Talk to you soon. Yeah, you thanks, no Steve. The Antichrist wants to climb inside your head. Call back as soon as possible. Like that's gonna happen. I'm going to bed, Dad. Okay. And if somebody calls? Nobody I want to talk to is going to call. I'm not going to sit here like some schoolgirl, waiting and hoping. <laughs> Maybe he thinks he scared you off with his note the other day. Maybe it just needs some uh, encouragement. It's not my style. <sighs> Dad, what am I going to do? Give him a day. See what a difference a night's sleep makes. It's pretty silly, isn't it? What's that? Talking about my love life, or lack thereof. <laughs> Seems pretty juvenile at this point in history. Who knows how long we'll be around? 
He's a pretty impressive guy, Chloe. You're supposed to be helping me forget him. <laughs> Good night, Dad. Night, sweetheart. I love you. I love you too, Dad. Ooh. Hmm. Chloe. Uh, hi, this is Buck. Uh, no. <laughs> no. No. Um. Hi, Chloe. Uh, wanna be friends? Uh, wanna be friends? Wanna be buddies, chums, pals? Why don't we just pretend you're my sister? Oh, oh God. What do you want me to do? This is no time to be starting a relationship. Just take this desire away from me. What if we did fall in love, get married? Children. Children? In a normal world, that word takes some getting used to. This is crazy. This is crazy. What do I do? I have to talk to her about it. Uh, I'll tell her straight out. I'd, I'd love to get to know her better. Ooh, the truth can't hurt, right? Hello? Uh, Mr. Steele, it's Buck. <laughs> Buck, you gotta quit calling me, mister. You're making me feel old as dirt. <laughs> it's Ray. Now, uh, what can I do for you? Well, I was wondering if Chloe was still up. Uh, you know, I, I don't think she is. Uh, I can check. Oh, no, 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 that's all right. Now, why don't you just have her call me when it's convenient? I sure will. Good night. Good night, Buck. Dad, hmm? you knew I was away. Well, I didn't know for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't you think this is for the best? No, I... Let him wait till morning. Dad! What? What do you think he wanted? I have no idea. Oh, I hate this. <laughs> I'm kind of enjoying it. Dad. Oh, it's not Chloe. funny. Come here. I am not laughing. Come on. No. No. Come, don't tell me to come. New York police are investigating the death of an unidentified woman whose car was pulled from the East River this evening. While police suspect foul play, there are no suspects. Come in, please. Mr. Carpathia, you needed to see me? Ah, come in, Hattie. I am so sorry to bother you so late. Oh, it's no trouble, really. Please, sit down. May I, uh, may I get you a drink? Oh, sure. Oh, I mean, <laughs> I should be doing that for you. <laughs> no, 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 no. Sit. Oh, thank you. I have been, uh, <laughs> thinking about you, Hattie. Really? You have done a wonderful job. I cannot think of a more qualified individual for my personal assistant. Well, thank you. Oh, thank you very much. Oh, well, I want you to know how much I appreciate the opportunity. I, I would never have dreamed I would have a chance to... to be in this... Uh, this situation? What? Did, did I say something wrong? Hattie, despite our professional relationship... <sighs> yes? Your beauty, it is astounding. <sighs> Mr. Carpathia, I did... Now, I have told you, you call me Nikolai. <laughs> All right. 
Nikolai. Left Behind, the dramatic audio series is based in part on the book Tribulation Force by Tim LaHaye and Jerry Jenkins and has been adapted for radio by Chris Fabry with music by Steve Witt, directed and produced by Todd Bustine. Left Behind, the dramatic audio series is a production of Gap Digital and Tyndale House Publishers. Thank you for listening.